the college football experience, Cal- uh, offseason coaching breakdown, and Jim Harbaugh back to Michigan episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Uh, sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. So grab that today. And remember folks to let it ride. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa state. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride. Season coaching breakdown and Jim Harbaugh back to Michigan. But we're going to touch base on a lot of topics. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Dead to Base Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. A little slow on the keys. A little slow on the keys over here. DJ Colby D. Uh, yeah. Struggling to get it. Struggling, struggling on the mixtape. Soundboards all jacked up. I got 8 million clips on here. It's getting too big. I'm joined by my co host. Give it up for Farm. Farmer, defensive back for James Madison. Give it up for the burrito eating. Yes, <laughs> I almost gave you the Ryan McIntyre introduction. <laughs> the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. Yes, the back season the never south. ends. That's right. The season never ends on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Five days a week, I'm going to be here breaking down college football for you. It never ends. We are joined by third man in the booth. Once again, I'm having a hard time turning this stuff off. Uh, the DFS got himself. Give it up for the rooftop by PA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living. The free lock given farmer, farmer, Herna basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go, dude. I would love to see Patty C as a video coordinator. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What kind he, of videos would he slip in? Oh yeah. man, yeah, it'd be like uh, what is that Fight I Club? Feel like Porky's, where he's like you know <laughs> splicing in the in the mancock. You would definitely the- have Porky's. You'd be like study. You'd be trying to look at uh, some Michigan Wolverine film, and all of a sudden you get like a Porky scene with some chick with. <laughs> Her tits out oh, or something, yeah. you know. We'll, what I mean? we'll get Aaron Andrews <laughs> through the people. You know. Need some old uh, Baywatch clips. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, guys! I mean, this 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 off season uh, having a lot of bangers, a lot of bangers, uh, and and uh, 
I guess we should start things off with the, the fact that, uh, well, I just got some news that Michigan co-offensive coordinator, Matt Weiss has been placed on leave. According to the athletic department uh, spokesman as the schools. Uh, well, I'm not going to read off this whole paragraph, but um, a report of computer access crimes. What does that mean? What does that mean here? Telling me this guy's uh he's dating, he's on the dating, he's using the Michigan computers to date. What's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> what what does that even fucking mean? But he yeah, I, I that's, that's substantial news, I guess, right? What is it? The illegal documents? This is like a, a pandemic across uh, you know, politics and sports now. I mean, he's at Michigan, so he probably shit on COVID. And illegal uh, access. So what was he accessing? Was that, it I mean, that's I have no about, idea. That's what I'm saying. Like it's porn. Maybe that, I mean, that's gotta be what it is, right? It's gotta be really what it is. That can't be a whole scandal though. Well, I mean, get you fired report of computer access crimes at Schembechler hall. Hmm. Schembechler is low key associated with some of that stuff. Uh, you know, post uh, posthumously. I mean, I don't know. It's just a weird thing to talk about, but I can tell you this, Jim Harbaugh, announce he's coming back to coach the Michigan Wolverines. There we go. Uh, and I think one of the big things also, have you guys caught any of this? Uh, so Blake Corum announces he's coming back um, and a slew of other, of other key players from this year's team, uh, Cornelius Johnson. Um, uh, I, 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 a couple, their whole offensive line, essentially. I feel like a lot of their offensive line, uh, Trevor Keegan, and Zach Zinter. Ooh, that's big. Uh, also, Michael Barrett at linebacker. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but this is uh, interesting because their NIL collective was a GoFundMe. And that brought <laughs> the players back, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> kind of crazy because you think of Michigan having very deep pockets, not yeah. really needing a GoFundMe, you know? But I know Harbaugh had been outspoken about how their NIL was behind, he mm. thought. You know the past couple of years, uh, well, Ward. Uh, that that's who we're are we referring to? Ward, what? Uh, the athletic director. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm not. I mean, what do you mean? Who, who yeah. was the guy that we said just got uh, caught? Uh, Matt Weiss. Weiss. Their OC. Okay, so the, yeah. that was the OC. I think Ward just got canned as their athletic director, and he was, uh, or or maybe the president. I forget what what his role was, but I'm seeing a lot of chatter on Twitter about him be, uh, getting canned. And that opening the door to actually like an investment into the NIL collective because Michigan had been pretty weak on that. Yeah, but I mean, if they got all this money on a GoFundMe apparently, and they were pretty, uh, you know, upfront about who this is benefiting, players to come back from going to the NFL draft in the, in the GoFundMe, I mean, it says. Well, it makes me think that every team's going to start to do this, right? Why not? You know, I, I mean. You have very wealthy donors that provide most of the money, but you also have that like second tier. Michigan's a huge school. They have a lot of wealthy graduates that aren't like billionaires, but they could be very well to do where if you, you all of those people come together, that's a lot of money. So sure. I mean, even if they're just pitching in a couple grand or so over a couple grand over a couple million uh graduates, that's that's real money and that can definitely affect uh people coming back, sure. I mean, uh, yeah. And, and so Harbaugh is coming back. I was expecting him to try to get a better contract. Cause it's, it's fucking ridiculous that Mel Tucker makes like triple the amount of money that, that wow. uh, Jim Harbaugh does. I don't know if it's triple. I'm talking out of my ass a little bit, but he definitely makes more. Um, Lord Manuel was Michigan's athletic director. And so, but I don't see anything about him being 
a hundred percent out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. I I, I was not familiar. I with think that. I'm seeing yeah. headlines saying there's a, a path out of the AD, you know, and so maybe they will fire him, but that hasn't happened yet. Um, so that's something to watch, but I do think that that will impact NIL and hopefully they won't have to rely on a GoFundMe. despite uh, no, their, no, I think they should want to refi- re- 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 you know, what do you mean? No, they should not have to rely it's, on a GoFundMe. It's fund- almost a little embarrassing, right? Like Michigan. It's very, they are, I think it's smart. They have the most lucrative. Uh, uh, okay. But, but why wouldn't you also just try to get every dollar from you? That place seats a hundred thousand people or sure, something, but you're nickeling you and diming your Fans. Go about it a different way. Like you don't need to do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe kind of it reeks desperation attack. Yeah, pretty much. I well, <laughs> I brought the players back. Maybe, maybe uh, I, I'm thinking that uh, you know if you're if you're sitting there watching this, if you're uh, you know I don't know a Minnesota fan, you're like you know what we got to get the fucking GoFundMe started. Well, how much money did they raise? And what I we I'm, don't I, know this. They don't have to release that information. That's true. Yeah. but is it more money than? Their insane, you know, income right. can normally bring in. I feel like they're will, probably be willing to pay as much as these dudes need. It's just that the NFL probably, well, the NFL probably doesn't pay more for their rookie contract. For well, that, that was a, a storyline this off or this past weekend, you know, with Brock Purdy playing and, and uh, uh, Tyler Huntley and uh, Skylar Thompson was that uh, they're all playing playoff games. And if you came back to college, like your senior college quarterbacks were getting paid more than playoff quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. On that note, a little sidebar, isn't it hilarious that like two, like average big 12 quarterbacks while they were in school, were playing in playoff games. <laughs> I mean, we, we saw like an Iowa state, Kansas state game, like three years ago. We didn't think these guys would be playing in playoff <laughs> games this yeah. soon. That is I mean, fair. They, they, they were decent in college. They were they were good, but they weren't like crushing it. <laughs> Dude, Brock Purdy is very much in position to lead the uh, 49ers to the Super Bowl here. Like that's not at all out of the question. Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes I think it. They have uh, the third best odds according to Vegas at this point. Well, I mean, Skylar Thompson. I'll be honest, I did not think he would play in the NFL. Yeah, right. me too. <laughs> Brock Purdy, I thought could play in the NFL. Hey, goes to show. Um, but uh, also, Kevin Warren, no longer the Big Ten commissioner. Greg Sankey got it with a great, uh, great line at when the, when Georgia was celebrating their national championship the day after the national championship in Athens, he said we need leadership that's not there to uh, to help their resume get to somewhere they want. Ooh. We need mm. just you know Sankey's a college guy through and through, <laughs> stepping stone job. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah, he's basically saying you come and just screw up the whole fucking sport. That's what Plus he was saying. He was trying to cancel the whole uh, season the, with the COVID, COVID and the playoff. Like they would have got to this 12 team playoff a lot longer Then UCLA and USC would have been more reluctant to leave because they have a clearer shot to the playoff. Hold on. Say that again. You're saying uh, he was trying to mess with the playoff. He voted. No, this would have been expanded two years ago. Big 10 and and ACC voted. No, no. and ironically I've, I've heard chatter that uh, the AC Phillips from the ACC is going to be the next one, big 10 and, and, and by delaying the playoffs, he, you know, showed his value to the likes of the Big Ten, you know, because they weren't ready for it or whatever. So basically, it's such a crock, you know. Anyway, but yeah, Kevin Warren, apparently he, because of that, had kind of worn out his welcome. Yeah, uh, everyone apparently hated him. Yeah, so like, he kind of had to go. Presidents did not like him. No, he didn't <laughs> have to go because he was making a ton of money. But you would think you would still wait and see how all this works out because normally when you're a commission, you stay like a decade. Yeah. Um. Well, before we get off Michigan, we'll, we'll later on in this pod we'll address some odds 
for next year's national championship. But I, I kind of like Michigan as, I mean, I think they could potentially, I mean, we, they've, they've made two playoffs in a row. Now their schedules charming soft. They haven't <laughs> won a game in the playoffs yet, Yeah, but maybe this is a year where they at least go to the, the, the uh, national championship. Yeah. Yeah. It could, could be that schedule with the exception of uh, East Carolina, but East Carolina's even in rebuild, man. Everyone transferred out, man. I don't know if you guys caught that. All of ECU's talent's gone. And part of the other news, not to get a, ahead of ourselves, but CJ Stroud going pro that helps Michigan. Obviously, you know, the biggest threat in the big 10 is going to be with a new quarterback. They just landed Tristan Gibbia, the backup from Oregon state, but I don't think he would start at Ohio state. I would imagine he's not starting at Ohio state. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody um, at Ohio state wants him to start. <laughs> yeah. If you weren't starting at Oregon state, there, there was a problem and he was not even the second string. When Nolan got knocked out, they brought in go Branson. They didn't uh, even bring in Gebbia. State had one of the worst quarterback rooms in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Although I bet if he goes to Ohio State, we're going to say, "Oh my gosh, he's great!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. every wide receiver's wide open. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Certainly helps. Uh, let me let me say this. Um, yeah, them playing in Ann Arbor also a big factor. You know, obviously, like you said, Stroud being gone, but they had the same exact thing this year, except for the the having to go to Columbus. So we won't really find out. No, but they were replacing a lot this past year. Defensively, the, uh, their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Some uh, continuity Aiden there. Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, their defensive line was very un- young and unproven. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair. The whole defensive side of the ball, really. You they know, lost like eight starters from from the the year prior. This year, they're returning a, a fucking. And McCarthy yeah. should be a lot better. That's yeah. the big thing. And right Corum there. healthy. We didn't see Corum yeah. healthy in the. He didn't even play the other state true. game. That's true. And really. Edwards proved yeah. himself to be a legit number one back. So now you have two. Kind of excellent, probably first couple round draft picks. Yeah. I'm guessing, yeah. and then a quarterback with some development. They maybe they are ready for. And it. even if he does get suspended, which you know there, there there's a chance that Harbaugh could be suspended. I mean, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but can I read off their first five games? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> home to East Carolina, home to UNLV, home to Bowling Green, home to Rutgers, and then on Saturday, September 30th, they have to go at Nebraska. It was a three win team a season ago. Um, <laughs> they, they don't play a winning team for me. I mean, ECU was a winning team, I guess you could say, but they lost everybody. I mean, a cakewalk, you know, that it makes it interesting though, who they named the interim in that um, time frame because that's preseason right there. It they is have essentially a preseason. preseason, but yeah. Harbaugh, if they do win the national championship, he's been flirting with the NFL every year. Chicago bears uh, uh coaching position may be open after the season. You think Kevin Warren's going to hire him now. That would be interesting, um, but uh, either way, if Harbaugh flirts and decides after winning a championship that he's ready for the NFL, he wants to win Here's a Super the Bowl. Question: I, I guess, do we know that? He, see, I'm split on this. Does he definitely want to be in the NFL, or he's just trying to get a more NIL money behind Michigan and a bigger contract than Mel Tucker? Which is, I can understand. He didn't have an agent until this past year. He got an agent during the season here. Which I'm sure was driven on the fact of like, dude, Mel Tucker's making this much more money than me. <laughs> well, what are they you one know? and one against each other though? Or is Mel- I think Mel Tucker's two, two, two and one. Hear that record though, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, look at where one program is. Look at where the other is. Okay. Okay. Well, Mel Tucker's been there for two, and Harbaugh's been there for like eight. So give Tucker a little time. Uh, he's two and one. <laughs> he's been there for three. If you want to include uh, the COVID season, right? Yeah, sure. yeah. Three years for well, Mel Tucker. What I'm saying, the, the, the OC, he's out then. Co-OC. They the still co-OC. have uh, more Sharon Moore. Okay, so uh, who do you think? And Minter stuck around. I thought he would have been a sure uh, bet for the Cincy job, but they obviously went Satterfield. 
one of those two you would figure would be promoted to the uh, from the interim, interim spot. In that, in the meantime, I mean, I honestly think East Carolina is the best team. Maybe you can make a case actually for rule in Nebraska. That game at Lincoln, but I think second hardest game is ECU. Yeah, that's game it. five too. Like I think if there's a suspension, it's like there'll be two three games, ga- yeah, two three or three, games, yeah. yeah, four. They're not gonna go into Big Ten play. Uh, what week, week four was Rutgers, right? Yeah, so, um, maybe one Big Ten game, but they're not gonna go that far into the season. Well, who's, they, they shouldn't because it's a bullshit charge anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. nonsense. Oh, whose schedule is more embarrassing? Theirs or, or Georgia's? Michigan's. Michigan's is more embarrassing than Georgia's next year. I think so. I don't know if I agree with you. Uh, three non-conference uh, cupcakes versus four. For so they both Georgia. play nine power fives. Who's uh? Oh, is it Georgia Tech? Yeah. Mm. All right. They both play nine power fives. Do they still count? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Georgia Tech's probably better than Rutgers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're taking you're taking their very worst uh, game on. Is Rutgers better than Vandy? No, Vandy's, Vandy's better. Better. Vandy's better than Rutgers. I yeah, Vandy so. was pretty you, decent. This is they basketball season. You're thinking here. No, Vandy. What no, no, Kentucky in, in basketball? Rutgers is definitely better. Yeah. Oh, that's true yeah. too. <laughs> but what did Rutgers do? Like, weren't they like a five win team last year? Rutgers was not uh, good last year. But four and they eight. Weren't. Four and eight. I Vanderbilt feel like Vanderbilt was better. Would beat yes, I I would put my money on Vandy to beat them last year. <laughs> okay, I honestly feel good about that. They're, they're comparable like, schedules. They're I'll both lock, lock it up here with Pick Dundee. I will take <laughs> Vanderbilt minus seven In against a Rutgers. Game. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, okay, let's move along though. But uh, and Kevin Warren, you know, he's, he's he built the dome with the Vikings. He's going to build a filthy dome with the Bears and. Continued the destruction of the National Football League. Um, <laughs> the fact that I mean, go, go put it in Arlington Heights and keep uh, Soldier Field out outside. How, how bad? Don't desecrate yeah, Soldier yeah. Field. They've yeah. already done it. Don't desecrate it. Well, worse. and how about this? Chicago State still trying to start their football program. Let them play in Soldier. Well, come on, oh, oh, come on, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. They want to go FCS. They want to go straight to FCS. Well, Chicago yeah. was one of the original Big Ten members. Just re- replace Chicago with Chicago State. Put them in the Big Ten, and then boom. Uh, the Big Ten's too snotty, man. They're too snotty. Yeah, I don't um, know though. That'd be pretty fun. But uh, you know, we saw some ridiculous roughing the passers, and uh, what was that Josh Allen penalty? He blocks, and then uh, he so he throws an interception. He then he gets blocked by Christian Wilson. the contact. He initiates the contact, and then well, I think what they didn't show was supposedly everyone's claiming that uh, Christian Wilkins hit him first, but that would be a block at that point. You can't yes, be mad. You are a defensive player. That was a ridiculous thing, Nick. I thought you were you had a good point on that. Uh, the 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 unorganization of of college football helps save the game in a way. Yeah, we were just kind of chit chatting about how the NFL, like you can tell how it's almost like the NBA with star calls. Mm-hmm. You know, because because first off, they obviously protect quarterbacks, but then they protect certain quarterbacks more so than others. Absolutely, like the like the really good ones. And yeah. you, but you really need an organized structure in in order to filter that message down to all the refs and the really white ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, Kurt in Cousins, football, you you can't do that because you don't have a central structure in order yeah. to filter it down. Yeah, each conference you know? is different. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I thought it was a decent point. Thought it was a decent point. Um, let's continue talking. Uh, talking about some of these off-season stories. Garrett Riley, good old Garrett Riley, Nick, uh, brother of Lincoln Riley, OC from TCU, took them to the national championship. 
Uh, Garrett Riley took the OC job at Clemson. They fired Brandon Streeter. Said get that, uh, which is impressive because you know Dabba never fires anybody, right? Um, what a hire! Doesn't want that wave to crash. They are still kind of in their glory days. Well, here. here's what I'm thinking: is you know he has a great year at Clemson this year. I think this makes Clemson the favorite in the ACC. Sorry, Florida State. Now that you had. Riley to the mix. That offense is going to move a lot better. I guarantee you that. Yeah. You think so? Right? Yeah. Um, but I'm very curious, very curious if Mike Houston leaves or say uh, your boy Sean Clark. You know, Garrett Riley's got ties to ECU and App State. I didn't know that. Interesting. ECU and App State. Don't so. you think at this point he's, uh, you know, given his brother's name and the fact that he just. You know, won a playoff game. And got the Royals award. Yeah, got the, he's in yeah. line for a bigger gig. What? What? Hey, his size maybe the biggest higher, especially if he succeeds. At home Clemson. is where home is where the heart is, guys. <laughs> right. But the bigger story is 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 Dabo and Clemson. I think Dabo's realizing, hey, I I can't re- just rely on on homegrown coaching talent because it's not been working. Look at the last three coordinators. You know, two of them have have either have failed or are failing as head coaches elsewhere, and then obviously Streeter wasn't working either. So I think it is a great hire by Clemson. I think this maybe shows that Dabo is willing to change his ways because obviously he has been happy with the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, let, let me push back on you a little bit. Uh, if you're judging a coach's success uh, as a hire uh, based on what they do elsewhere then Nick Saban would have a failing coaching approach or a hiring approach within his program, but they're working out but, for him. But Saban was also like a specialist. I feel like uh Dabo was just, he's just a guy that was like, Oh, I'm head coach. I'll hire. These you think guys. Saban is kind of like an HR like specialist in terms no, of he was, in? he had like a defensive, like he was a, D, a DC. Okay. You know so what he, I mean? He had a talent for bringing. Yes. In. I mean, he brought in guys like Lane Kiffin, which were, you know, instrumental to the growth of the program. So, I mean, but either way, maybe that even as a defensive coach, he could have an eye for an offensive coach more so than, you know, just yeah. a regular coach. Hey, either way, Tony Elliott did a great job at Clemson and Brent, Brent Venables did a great job at Clemson. It's only uh street last year was not so great. Okay. Touche. Yeah. Maybe last couple of years. Not so yeah. great. You keep trying to cling on to this Tony Elliott. Well, guy. what do you have? Like five fucking uh, two national championships uh, as an offensive coordinator? They had zero if they, if they had a real playoff. <laughs> all right. They're yeah. also loaded with like two NFL quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, a shit ton of starting, you know, receivers and running backs. It would be hard to fuck that up. Well, he had Kelly Bryant, okay, and he and they look pretty damn good with Kelly B. So I'm going to give him some credit. I'm going to give Tony. <laughs> I'm giving him on. more than one year. Is it your two? Has he had two years already? Or no, no, no there's just one, had year. one year. Not even a full 12 game. Give the yeah. guy a little time. Yeah. <laughs> can't right. wait. That's Cannot my, wait to this next college football <laughs> season. Hey, they open up with uh, Tennessee and Nashville week one. You, you go into it, Patty C? No, but I may go to uh, Charlottesville for week two against JMU. Not, not that we, I'm going to trash their campus. I'm going to Charlottesville. I'm going to trash the fucking campus. I don't think they're going to get that message. <laughs> uh, what a touch their campus, base. Their campus is actually really nice, Cole. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying there's been a lot of crazy incidents there in the past yeah. couple of years. And, and um, the town kind of sucks ass because there's certainly not yeah. enough bars. Yeah, you go yeah. into a bar, you can't even. 
Can't even find a fucking TV. And you're gonna have Dave Matthews yeah. playing little fruity songs to you, right? Yeah. And, and little granola girls getting all moist. Granola I, girls. I don't know. That should, I'm gonna, be, that should be a new band. The granola girls. Yeah. I'm gonna go trash the campus. I'm throwing. I'm throwing literal fecal matter and trash all over their their grounds, as they call them. Yeah. There you wow. go. Yeah. There you okay. go. There it is. Do that. But, but I hope I hope, so, I hope some other JMU fans join you. Yeah, well, if not, buddy. if not, you're gonna get arrested, bro. Buddy, <laughs> do you know how deep JMU? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one out yeah. there. I think that JMU is gonna roll pretty deep to that one. Anyway, they do roll deep. I can attest because I saw them play at, at App this past year, and there was a lot of purple in the stadium, and there was a lot of purple in the downtown bars afterwards too. Boom. There you go. Uh, Oregon. Oregon hired a new defensive coordinator, Chris Hampton, as a replacement for Matt Pollage. Uh, Chris Hampton was Tulane's DC. They had an unbelievably good defense, I believe, top twenty this past year. Um, what do you make of that? Get pretty, pretty nice, right? Pretty nice uh, addition there. I think Hampton could be a head coach soon. They're raving about him in in New Orleans. Say, hold on. Chris Hampton is the new Oregon DC. He comes over so from who, Tulane. Oh, he comes from Tulane. Okay. Uh, oh, the guy that went to Arizona State, right? Matt. Oh no, they they lost their OC, but that Matt was OC. Polage, uh, where did Polage go? Did he go to Auburn? Where did he go? Where did he go again? Um, he went to Baylor. Baylor. Dave Aranda hired him. Yeah. Hired him away from Oregon? Who has yeah. deeper pockets? Yeah, I mean, well, he got that private school money. I don't know. Something happened. Interesting. Well, looking at this Chris Hampton guy, you know, a, a former player has the look, you know, and has a, a decent. Uh, Are you trying to fuck him? No, nah, I don't <laughs> know. Sometimes it helps. It's like the quarterback thing. They promote the handsome guy. This is a handsome guy. It never hurts to be tall and good looking, right? Yeah, that's right. And the fact that he's got a nice uh, little pedigree. Danny here. DeVito said that. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how I've gotten yeah. so far in my life. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Just gorgeous. Nick Dent. <laughs> Interesting hires though. I thought that was a compelling hire. Um, all right. Let's, 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 let's stop the, uh, the, 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 the bullshit here. Let's get to, let's get to you are gorgeous. I didn't can, mean that. Can, sarcastically. You, can you tell me why? <laughs> so last time we had this show, we said Arizona state, Colorado week zero. But the problem is, is Deion Sanders told Kirk Herbstreet that, right? And Kirk Herbstreet said it on air, and apparently oh. that bothered the NCAA, who did not grant them access for Week Zero. Fuck, fuck. Why the NCAA? does that? So they can't play at Week Zero, so it's not happening. Why Wait. does it have to be NCAA? They have to have a waiver to play Week Zero. They can't just say Get out of here. It. Yeah, I wondered the same thing. Like, why? Why would they say no to that? Because they released the information before it was supposed to be said. Come on, you fucking losers. Yeah. I talk about power hungry, you know, They're you, grasping at whatever they can these days. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely fucking Pathetic. ridiculous, but a couple burgers for lunches and, and, and talking about a game week zero. Come on. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cormani McLean on three recruiting dropped him uh 40 spots. I believe or 30 or 40. I forget the exact number. Uh, after taking a stop to Colorado <laughs> this past weekend, which makes me you know, once again, I, I'm a strong believer in, in recruiting being absolutely bullshit. Yeah. And we've seen it. This isn't the only one. I remember we saw this last year when someone dropped. It was um, one of Miami's uh, once uh, Miami offered, I think, or when, once a guy, I forget what it was. It had I, a, I remember we covered a story on this last right. year. Yeah. But so when, when Miami got him or offered, it went up or down. 
Well, I, I believe Miami I and Alabama were the the two ones Cormani McLean were was considering before the Colorado thing. Now though, he goes from what the number two recruit to like the number forty. This is such a fucking that sham. almost that yeah. almost sounds like it is because it's so obvious. This is pure speculation, but it sounds like they have a formula like based on who's you know who he's considering oh, offers. I from. went and looked at their top forty, and they're all. SEC or about to be SEC, Oklahoma or Texas, and 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 uh, and either Michigan, Penn State or Ohio State. It makes me just believe that this is a big sham those, for for marketing. Yeah. This is a, well, uh, so, for, the, yeah. So the question is why? Like, so they didn't play a game. I would understand it if he played a game and got burnt. Then, uh, but right. no, they haven't played a fucking game since the last rankings. Now so, I will say so, I did see him in practice getting burned. But anyway, go ahead. Nick. <laughs> So this company that ranks them, like, are they looking for more website clicks and they know the larger fan bases in the sec will click more if their recruits are ranked high. I'm just trying to get to like, wh- like, why is it beneficial for them to move players up and down? Like, like this, like, yeah, it's yeah. gotta be money. Like, but how, like, what's the, what's the real reasoning? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would say clicks and then maybe, maybe you could talk me into schools, maybe giving them some money. I don't know. If schools are giving them some money to move them down, I have no fucking idea. Would that be a, a it, would that be believable? Well, yes, Why? it would be believable. I mean, it, well, who it, is it the, creates excitement. If you have the number, if you have a top ten recruiting class, your your ticket sales go up. All this shit, right? Yeah. Oh, so who, who is the guy that used to be the uh, the draft? You know, oh, uh, expert uh, Mel Kiper, who was no, taking no, bribes? No, uh, no, 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 not Kiper. That's I mean, a no. great story too. It, it yeah. was a no, it was a recruiting expert. Oh, Sorry, um, I forget Lugan who. Bill. No, no, it was, it was uh, way back in the day, but supposedly, cause he was a big Notre Dame Homer. He would uh, bump their rating up. If they listed Notre Dame among like their top five, even if they had no intention of going there and no interest in going there, if they simply listed themselves as interested in Notre Dame, he would bump their star ranking. It's like, that's the most corrupt. Yeah. 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 That's why I can't, well, I can't trust any of the shit. It kind of goes back to this thing. Like a lot of, of fans, they love to win the off season. They, yeah. they, they get off on, on five stars and four stars and stuff, you know, where it's like, like Missouri fans, they, they were singing drink praises. Meanwhile, they're six and six every year. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's brought in a couple of really good recruiting classes, but me being a Duke fan, like I'm tired of hearing about recruiting classes. I don't yeah. care. Duke what are basket- you going to do Duke when yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elko good, just good brought point. in a good class. Good right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, you, you want to hear that, but ultimately I don't care. What are you going to do when you get on the field or on the hardwood? You know, I think, but some, some fans love to win the off season. I don't understand it whatsoever. That, that's spoken like a guy who's uh got t- three guys in the top five of the recruiting rankings signed with his team. Oh, I fucked the recruiting <laughs> ranks. We're not winning enough. We're not number one in the nation right now. <laughs> you know? No, true. Uh, we, are, we are spoiled fans as Duke basketball fans. <laughs> very, very true. But ultimately who cares how, how high re- uh, recruiting classes you have? Well, I think it does impact like the, 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 you know, the perception of your program, maybe the money that goes into it and the, uh, level of recruits that you're able to get, you know, that, that are willing to sign well, on. I know everyone was saying, well, TCU got, they, they only had like what, what two five stars or one five star. They got rolled by 58 to Georgia. Okay. Fair. But uh, TCU beat Texas, Oklahoma and Michigan who were all top 10 recruiting classes as well. Yeah. Right. Ultimately it doesn't really matter that much once they get on the field. But I do think 
you know, it does help a little bit to have that perception going for well, you. I know, I know I it helps with season choice, tickets. Where, you want to win the off season or in the regular season? Well, you guys were once Redskins fans, so you guys are like oh. twenty time defending uh off season yeah. champions there. Stubblefield, or- Stubblefield and Wilkerson was a was a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> or you have the, these other fans that that love to brag about all their players in the pros. Yeah, Kentucky basketball fans. I, I don't want me to keep on bringing up basketball, but like Kentucky basketball fans brag about all the players in the pros. Like, well, so when's the last time you won a a, a, a NC an NCAA tournament game? I don't care about your players in the pros. Yeah, what did they do when they were at your school? Yeah. Yeah. In basketball, it is becoming much more pronounced, like the difference between having talented young players and winning, you know, because the likes of Kentucky and the likes of Duke, that just doesn't add up to winning these days. Exactly. It well, is the, different basketball compared to football. True. Well, but no, I still think this is all changing a lot because of, of uh, essentially the portal. I, yeah. I, I, I think I saw Deion Sanders say something today or no on the Pat McAfee show. He goes, we're living out of the portal. He goes, we're getting 40% grad transfers. 40% portal. And I want 20% high schoolers. I believe that's the way to build a team. And we're going to do that. That's interesting. Interesting. Um, I the think game it's probably has a for success too. I, I swear. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, TCU, I mean, they had a lot. I mean, what, I guess Michigan probably didn't have a lot last year, but TCU had a decent amount. Um, now, now uh, hold on before you move off that point, Colby, the, the flip side of the argument was that Georgia has been pretty damn good back to back defending champions. Yeah. Hardly, with, hardly any portal people coming. That's in. true. Well, and a great recruiting class, but I think, I think it's a mixture of yes, they have the talent. It's right there in their home state. Yeah. And, and I think they develop the talent unbelievably. Well, you look at Stetson Bennett, zero For star sure. and, and they don't let it leave. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, McConkey was a fucking three star. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like they've brought up, it's not just them killing it on the recruiting trail. Like, Brock you Bowers to, you, is you from fucking Napa Valley. Too. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say they're dominating the portal by not letting players get out of well, there. Well, no, they're dominating it this year. They went and got uh, Mississippi State's leading receiver and then Missouri's leading receiver. Well, so yeah, uh, something to, to pay attention to. And and look, let's key on that. On that, uh, let's talk portal for a second. I'm I'm looking at it right now. This is all subject to change within the next 24 hours. But most outgoing transfers, if you had to guess, Patty C. Mm, from any one team. Yeah. It's got to be a team that underwent yeah. a uh, coaching change. Like no, gr- not they did not go. Oh, oh, I'm gonna assume A&M. a group of five. A and M, correct. A&M. Oh, Texas A and M is number one. Twenty seven <laughs> currently. Twenty seven <laughs> players left the program. Sheesh. Uh, but wow. surprisingly, after that, it goes Arkansas. Twenty six players. Florida. Twenty three players. Arizona. Twenty two players. Ole Miss. Twenty one players. Arizona State 20, that's the new coach. There then yeah. you have Miami 18, Oregon 18, Cal 18, Indiana 18, Louisville 16 new coach. Hmm. Interesting. So, I wonder if this is a perfect example of it spreading out the fucking talent because if you sure. have, you know, I mean, I don't know, Arizona, I guess I know they they were very active in the portal a year ago, so I guess you live by it, you die by it. Um, but surprise a little bit on the Arkansas Florida front. Well, you know what? That that's it's scary for you know Georgia and Alabama establishing dynasties because if the second tier, which is Florida, Arkansas, who are some of the other Ole Miss, some of the other SEC teams, the, you said the most are, is A and M, then Arkansas, then Florida, then Arizona, then Ole Miss, 
Yeah, it means like no one's going to be able to compete with Georgia and Alabama if if those second tier teams are all losing a lot of their talent like that. Pencil in Georgia into the playoff again. Probably pencil in Alabama. They're both going next year. Some of it though is who you lose. Also, like if you're losing third stringers, and, and if I'm a, a major SEC program, that's almost just like opening up. Yeah, other scholarships. Maybe, maybe the they're pulling a Dion and it. saying, "Go, go!" <laughs> right? No, but, but for sure, I don't think that's this is the it. case though. When I, when you look at Arkansas, I you know I think their best defensive back went to Texas. One uh, one of their best defensive linemen went to Colorado. Yeah. Um, I think they they got hit their tight end. I think went to South Carolina. Yeah. Um, I, I and A and certainly not the case, right? A and M, I think like uh, dysfunction. I think everyone right. just was bouncing. Yeah, they kept. They're going to be talented new players coming in because it's A and M. But uh, well, that's I, the other thing too. Like, if, if the only thing that is attracting a, a, a recruit to your to your school is money, mm-hmm. then they're not going to have any loyalty. Yeah, they're the, you know the next year they're going to go to the highest bidder again. You know, if if basically your NIL thing is for a year, what's what's going to stop them from jumping ship? Especially if you're not winning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like A and M wasn't, Florida wasn't, Arkansas had an okay year. You know, but I guess there's really no reason for them to stick around if they only came there for for money in, in the uh, first place. Yeah, and uh, you know, speaking of the portal, Jake Garcia, Patty C, has been a huge fan. Jake Boy. Garcia, Miami Hurricanes. He's a guy Patty wanted to play all year, right? Yes, I mean, he did, and he beat UVA at the end of the game. Uh, you know, and then they, for whatever reason, benched <laughs> at the him. end of the game. That was like seven overtimes. Yeah, it took him a, while, a minute. But he got it done. Uh, but uh, look, I'm just saying, it's surprising because Van Dyke didn't play great, and he was dinged up. You would think, yeah. But I did see what was it? Ponce was one of their coaches, the quarterbacks coach that uh, I think is out. And then you were saying Gaddis is a. Uh, yeah, I've I just saw today that's uh, so Gaddis. I don't think will be the OC. I'm not sure. I haven't seen an official thing, but I heard Taggart, Taggart, Willie Taggart, who was rumored to go to Colorado, might be the next Miami offensive coordinator. And Josh Gaddis, who just won the Broyles Award, what two years ago, he could be out if that's 100 percent true. We haven't seen that yet, but I saw reports saying that. Um, can't trust the internet too much these days, but um, that makes it very interesting. Uh, we also saw Hank Bachmeyer land at Florida Atlantic. Uh, a hell of a pickup. Yeah, nice pickup for Tom Herman down there in Boca Raton at the old folks' home. Uh, <laughs> what'd you think? We didn't. I don't know if we touched on Hudson Card to Purdue much. What'd you guys make of that one, Nick? I want. I'm, I'm guessing your opinion is a little more developed than mine on that one. Uh, not too much. I mean, we saw him play a little bit two years ago, right? Yeah, he looked decent. I mean, I think it's a decent get. He played in the Alabama game too. Once uh, Ewers went down, we saw him. Yeah, a couple he looks solid. A couple games. So yeah. I think I think it's a pretty good get. Obviously, Aiden O'Connell is departing, so Purdue needs somebody. Uh, sure, why not? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's like they uh, got Graham Harrell as the OC there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you should you know expect Harold to. Obviously, if if Harold targeted him, he saw something. So I'd say it's a pretty good pickup. Meanwhile, in the Big Ten West, you got Phil Longo, Mike Leach guy at Wisconsin, Graham Harrell, Mike Leach guy at Purdue. Whatever and, happened to the Big Ten West? And Nebraska be, went and hired. Now. Nebraska went and hired the OC from uh, South Carolina, Satterfield. Gonna be aired they out. They passed the man. ball a lot so it's, last it's year. A new, it's a brave new world in the Big Ten West. <laughs> you know, you know who that improves the chances of. The Iowa Hawkeyes. There you go. <laughs> Is Nick Dent suddenly a uh, Big Ten West fan? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what we want to know. Let, tell us the truth, buddy. Um, 
All right. Well, look, let's get to the the meat of the, the, of, of what we want to talk about today. Year two. I, I thought this was interesting because we t- always talk year one college football coaches, right? Year one. Okay. How did, you know, so-and-so do in year one, obviously Sonny Dykes, but you never talk about the guys from the year prior that are building something perhaps. Well, I feel like today we can take a look uh, at the, the coaches entering essentially year three. They just finished their second year and we can take, we can take a gander and, and, and say, Hey, who, who do you think the biggest home run was? How well is this program doing? We can grade that. I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I count it 17 unless I'm missing any. And you know what? There's a lot of good coaching hires. I, apparently two years ago from what it seems two years removed from all the hirings, a lot of good hires were made. Cause I only see a couple guys that are kind of like hot seat, kind of struggling, but there's been a lot of good hires in what 2020, I guess 2020 it was, it was right after the COVID season. Yeah. So, yeah. Right after uh, the COVID season, how do you want to do this? Like conference by conference or what? Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's start out. Wait, in- so are we talking about coaches that their first year coaching was 2021 Yes, or 2022 yes. was it? Yes, so, so they're you're- entering their third season. Okay. Yeah. What, so- by the way, is a huge season. Yeah. Cause you know, you're basically giving you, you uh, unless you're Brian Harrison, Harrison, Harson, yeah. Harston, <laughs> uh, unless you're Harston, I don't think anybody else has been fired. After he never years. had a fair chance. Right. So, I mean, really you basically, most of the time you're given two years, your first two years are kind of passes year three. You better start producing some kind of results. So it's a pivotal year. Well, let's get into it. But before we get into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the college football experience and the sports gambling podcast network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons and tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. You know the NFL playoffs are here, so get in. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars. Limited to state availability, and of course, if you hit the biggest uh, long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. How about that? Uh, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports slash win bet. So that they know that we sent you. Yes. Once again, that's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T offers a subject to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 order president of state where WinBet is available. If you're somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's go. This Kansas, Kansas state Woo. games wild. Oh, while man, I'm, I was just watching that man. Yeah. Hell of a game. Oh man. These fans are fantastic too. Um, uh, let's hop into it. Uh, you know, I think the one that everyone thinks of first is uh, well, no, no, let's go alphabetically. Let's go alphabetically. AAC. We got obviously Josh Heupel leaves for Tennessee. We'll talk about that in a second. Then uh, UCF goes out and hires Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn, Patty. See your boy. <laughs> All right. What do you make of? Uh, of what he's done in two years, Old Gus Gus, and now they're heading to the Big Twelve. He's what I think eighteen and nine in his two years in in Orlando, Orlando, back to back nine win seasons. How would you rate that, Patty? I mean, the expectations in uh, Orlando have been higher, so B, C plus B, low B, I would say. You know, and it's not only that, it's it's the games they've they've either like the Louisville game where I feel like 
they should have won that one. They didn't. Um, they had some close calls with USF, I believe. Right. Um, yeah. uh, rivalry game. I still think he's doing solid, but I'll be honest. I think it is a step down from what frost and Heupel had it. Yes. Well, I think under Heupel, it was starting to go down a little bit. So he still I mean, had an true. undefeated season. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, back yeah. to back nine win seasons is not too bad. I think it's a B I think he's doing fine. Uh, I mean, he, he he's going to the big a, 12. I think he's going to need to be pretty, yeah. pretty damn good this upcoming year because that conference, I, you know, I thought it was the best conference of college football this year. I know those like, Oh, Georgia destroyed TCU. I don't care. T, you yeah. Know. Well, I think part of any kind of, of grade we give is also what did he come into? And he came into a good situation. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't just look at record. Who is the best record? Oh, they're doing the best job obviously. Cause people come into entirely different environments and situations. So I'd say he's doing a solid job. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, he brought in Plumley. He lost uh, uh, Mikey Keen or he let Mikey Keen yeah, go to Fresno. So I, I would agree with you that he stepped into a good situation, even though he should be given credit for bringing in Plumley. Um, uh, but do we judge his year three in the big 12? According to what you know, the do we adjust the 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 bar? You know, do we say you're going to have to adjust it because there there's no way they're winning nine games. I think. Yeah, and what is a what is a reasonable bar for them? The reasonable. schedule. I heard it was rumored to come out today. Unfortunately, we don't have that. But yeah, I mean, I think they get. I off the top of my head, I believe they they go to Boise week two. Um, Boise. So that's going to be a tough win. Um, and then you have that Big Twelve schedule. Whatever they get. Whatever they get is going to be challenging. There's not a who is the worst team in the Big Twelve. Dub V, I think we said recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Iowa State last I, year. I maybe. mean, Dub V could beat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, not easy yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, I think I think like six six and six six or seven wins six and a half yeah. wins should be what we expect out of him. I'm curious oh, if they're not bowling next year, then I think we have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. it's a then it's a disappointing season, but it's going to be tough. I don't think you should expect too much more than seven wins. I yeah. think seven and five, you're probably in that ballpark. Should be content with that. Uh, yeah. Did you Not think Malzahn? Happy, did yeah. you think Malzahn would be better thus far? A little. Well, I mean, I, one of our locks this year was them over eight and a half. Yeah, and that came true, they but we had barely to sweat got that. there. I was surprised they lost to a Louisville team at that time that I didn't think was very good. Yeah. They yeah. And then, and then to get whipped by a very, very average ECU team. Oh, you <laughs> sandbag and son of a gun. Nobody goes in the Greenville. You're lucky. There's a reason why Harbaugh didn't put that game in Greenville. What about the home loss to, to a Navy? He would have took that NFL job if he, uh, if that was in Greenville, um, the home loss to Navy's tough and Navy's had their number. I think Navy's got them both times. So right. Malzahn doesn't know how to go up against the old triple option. And I know, we, I know we don't put a whole lot of weight into bowl games, but uh, I know at least, at least two of us, if not all three of us locked up Duke in the bowl game and Duke won 30 to 13. Yeah. Not a good look for UCF. <laughs> Patty C I would say he's a little bit below what I thought. Very slightly, yeah. Very slightly. So far, you can't. You don't. You're not. He's not on the hot seat, but you'd like to see more out of him. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, then there was actually no ACC hires that I see. You guys seeing that correctly? No ACC hires. Yes. 
Strange, strangely enough, nobody from the ACC. The one conference that probably needs an overhaul on coaching. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, let's hop on over to what is that? The Big Big Twelve. Twelve. Uh, Your guy, Lance Leipold. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you got to wonder if J if J if if Jalen Daniels doesn't get injured, how many games do you think they would have won this year? Well, he came back and they started getting their ass whooped. Yeah, he still didn't look all the way healthy though. I mean, he was I playing probably, with the. You, yeah. I mean, the schedule was ramping up at that same point. True. Uh, I, I give him at least one more win, and you you'd be seven and five, potentially eight and four. From where Kansas came from, <laughs> yeah, he's doing a fantastic job. A. <laughs> yeah, in a short amount of time. I mean, two and ten, six and seven. Let's not give him too much credit. A great coach has a good backup prepared. You don't give him a he pass. He have a good backup prepared. That's true. Bean yeah. was was yeah. pretty damn good. Uh, don't give him too much credit. Kansas was no one was calling for them to go bowling. Uh, I'm playing yeah. devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. You got to give it an A, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is an a plus. I don't know that there's another coach on this list that would have Kansas in a bowl. Game day went to Lawrence this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. I, honestly, do you, do you look, we're looking at the list right now. I, I don't think despite some of these coaches being very successful, I don't think any of them could have been, been could have had Kansas bowling in year two. And another thing is Leipold, he was hired late after spring. That's true. It's kind of year one here. It's like one and a half. Let's Ugh. keep in mind though, this dude did lose seven of his last eight games, although that Arkansas game, pretty damn heartbreaking. Wide open tight end. <laughs> Just airmails it. Uh it was reminding me of the Maryland, Ohio State game. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's I, an A. I, I mean, that's gotta be an A plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Straight shooter with upper manager written all over him. <laughs> all right. I uh, believe that's our only uh big twelve hire. It's the big twelve. Um, <laughs> oh no, correct. Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian, because he's going oh, to the SEC. That's right. That's right. Oh. Patty C's boy. Stevie Sark. Uh five and seven, seven eight. and five with no, I'm sorry, eight and four. No, eight and five. Eight and five. Yeah. Well, I was so, gonna say with the bowl yeah. game loss. Right now he's thirteen and twelve in two years at Texas. You expect more, especially because Herman they, was doing they better. They fired Herman. It was like, I feel like he was at a much what, better win. Ten and win three. Can anybody yeah. tell me why they ever thought this guy was a really good coach? I yeah. mean, in five I've years at Washington, he went thirty-four and twenty-nine. His best season, his last season, he went eight and four. I'm not going to destroy him. He doesn't deserve a lot of credit, but he did beat the big 12 champions this year on the road. Let's give they him a do little that every year though. With Herman, they did that every year. For some reason, Kansas state can't match up with Texas. They almost beat Bama this year. True. True. He's, He's never won more than eight games in, in a regular season. And he has coached for 10, 10 seasons. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. that's fair at a certain point and at Washington, USC and Texas, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. You look at light He's at like Buffalo and Kansas and he's <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fair. D do you give it an F? Do you give it an F? I just think that they put themselves in a worse spot. I think Herman had the team better. Now I could say, or I know you could say, well, they're recruiting better. That was going to happen when NIL started happening because Texas is Texas. Yeah. So I don't believe that's like some super advantage that Sarkeesian had. I think it's just the NIL opened and Texas says, hey, we have more money than everybody. Yeah. Come play here. I mean, when you hear about uh, Manning's $200,000 recruiting trip, yeah. that kind of helps. <laughs> uh, but 
uh, he still got Manning. He still hooked him. So maybe we're the best of Sarkeesian is yet to come. There but were right certain now, games like the Alabama game before Ubers got hurt, where like, man, maybe he has this going in the right direction because you know they're going toe to toe with Alabama. They're they're playing better. They're beating Alabama. Turns out Bama wasn't quite the same team. Yeah, Bama almost lost to A and M. I mean, it and was at two, the one yeah, yard then two, line. Yeah. Then two weeks later, you know, with Hudson Card, they lose at Texas Tech. I mean, I also think it's fitting to talk about how. And let me, I'm just double checking this right now, but I believe where the hell is this? Um, I want to say that he has been awful outside of Austin, or outside. Yeah, he's only one one road game, I believe. No two. They beat Kansas. Okay. So he's won two road games in two in three, in essentially two years of football. Yeah. That ain't good. In, uh, in, his, in his defense, I guess, you know what? Texas did beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing. Yeah. That, but no Dylan Gabriel. That, that's true. He can, he can sigh, <laughs> but Hey, you know, we, yeah. I mean, you gotta milk that. You gotta milk that if you're him. Like Baylor was the reigning Big Twelve champs, right? Yeah, you beat the reigning Big Twelve champ. You beat the current Big Twelve champ. You destroy your rival by forty nine. You take Bama to the gun. They Maybe lose wrong. to Texas Tech. They lose the TCU. <laughs> they lose to a very bad uh, Oklahoma State team. Yeah, uh, you know, uneven, uneven performances. Let me second. ask you this: If he goes seven and five this year, is he canned? He should be. He should be. <laughs> you know. I just remembered, and I don't think we ever talked about it on our pods because I think it was maybe it, maybe it dropped like right after the regular season. Remember the video of him like yelling at the mm. guy that was trying to uh, oh, hold yeah. him back? And, what a yeah, fucking yeah. asshole, like, dude! Yeah, what, what a fucking piece of shit this guy is! <laughs> yeah, don't you yeah. fucking How can anybody me? root for him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guys, I mean, just poor guys trying to do his job, saying like, "Hold on, hold on, wait." Yeah. Probably he what he's like, hired to do. <laughs> right. He just yeah. like berates him. No, someone compared it to Saban in the next matchup or to Harbaugh. No, it was Harbaugh. Someone compared it to Harbaugh at the beginning of the TCU game. And the, uh, the guy did the same exact thing where he's like pressing up against mm. Harbaugh's chest. Yeah. And Har- Harbaugh was completely cool. And it's like, there's one way to do this. Yeah. And then there's the, the asshole way to do this. Right. Well, there yeah. is a sideline, like get back guy that is on yeah. staff to like, keep you from getting sideline. No, infractions. but this is their, r- I know it's out of the out tunnel, of the tunnel yeah, yeah. but similar kind of role you'd expect. Complete, yeah, complete amateur on Sarkeesian's part. So I don't what know we, if it matters, but if, if my son was a five-star recruit and I saw that clip, I'd be like, I don't know, man. True. Yeah. And oh, then they I said, "Here's know. four million dollars." You say, "Ah, you know what? <laughs> we all had moments. Remember that time you were pissed off at Best Buy? Right? Suck it up, son. <laughs> yeah, you were p- pissed off at Best Buy security because they thought you stole a CD. I don't know, some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> suck it up, son. Uh, all right, let's hop." On over to the Big Ten. Oh no! What are we grading that? What are we grading that? What do you I'm got? Say Nate? a C. I'm not ready to give it that. C minus or a D? I'm gonna I say think, D. I think right now D because I think they got worse. I think Tom Herman's a better football coach than Steve Sarkeesian. I said it then. I'll say it now. You had Bijan Robinson in your backfield and Roshan Johnson. Both are good. Yeah. They're gone. All right. Have fun with the mullet and fucking Arch Manning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, next up, let's just hop on over to the Big Ten, where Patty sees boy Brett Bielma. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! I think he had a birthday this past week. Patty sees doppelganger. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ouch! <laughs> the former, former JMU defensive back, <laughs> current 
SGPN offensive lineman. I can see you hammered in in uh, Cabo San Lucas, just like that video. <laughs> oh with yeah, him, no, that know? happened. <laughs> that happened. Margaritas in hand. <laughs> We're going hard, baby. Uh, Cheers. I mean, this is this is one of the more impressive ones, right? This is. I mean, I thought this was a good hire at the time, but I didn't think it'd be this good. Great fit. Yeah, yeah. but he's turned them around quicker than I thought. I still thought he was the right guy for the job potentially, but yeah, I did yeah. not think they almost won the Big Ten West this year. It, it was crazy. They almost won it with losing to Indiana and Michigan State. Yeah, but I mean th- th- that's just because they don't have like superior athletes and talent. That's why those games are you know didn't go his way because you could argue Michigan State probably has better talent and Indiana probably comparable, but look uh, at all the teams he beat. Who also probably have better talent, and that's a sign of good coach. A great coach is a, a guy who who wins with less talent. Hundred percent. I want to. I'm looking at the leaderboards. I got to get down to it. Kansas but State just one by one. Yeah, they're storming the court. Man, Manhattan. Their fans are fantastic. Um, Chase Brown, fourth in the nation in rushing yards with sixteen hundred forty three. That's what we expected out of Brett Bielema. That's great to see in Illinois. I think I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an A, dude. He I brought agree. in. He brought in uh, the backup from Ole Miss. What's why I'm drawing a blank on his name right now? Quarterback. This Altmaier. Yeah, Luke Altmaier. That guy is by far the best talent they've had at the quarterback position since fucking Jeff George or Kirk Kittner. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. Now, that was one, the point I was gonna bring up was that he's had success in a couple of years now with with pretty bad quarterback play. Yeah, so with, with, with him a decent quarterback. With standard you know. Big Ten West quarterback play, <laughs> pretty much. All right. Now, now Ryan Walters is gone though. He's at Purdue. I wonder life after Walters. That defense was fucking number two in the nation this year. Really? Yeah. Um, that yeah. will be interesting to watch. But yeah, unbelievable what he's doing here. And look, this is a former Hayden Fry guy. He also shout out to to Brett Bielma. He played for the uh, Milwaukee Mustangs, the uh, arena football team. The dude belongs in the Big Ten West. Yeah, what he was, was a fucking nose guard a for Hayden Fry. Of water at yeah, Arkansas. why would you go to work. Arkansas? What do you I don't know. Arkansas, millions of reasons. The big hog thing going on down there. I mean, uh, you got a uh, pulled pork Pittman. He's kind of like a junior pulled pork Pittman. <laughs> it, it is. It is funny though that you mentioned that because uh, today, and we want to say rest in peace, Tusk. Passed away on Sunday. Uh, Tusk is the razor, the the live Razorback mas- mascot that they have. Rest in peace to the great Tusk. Great fucking mascot. Why and does she- Arkansas seem to hire coaches that really love barbecue? <laughs> you know, like yeah. Who was the coach for the Cardinals this year from Texas Tech? Uh, well, they they uh, hired Kingsbury. Yeah, 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 like he can never be a coach there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's well, way they, too no. thin. No, they they would do. <laughs> They were doing pulled pork Pittman and uh Biles is the OC. That's what No, no, no. I was saying that they had they had uh Bielma and Pulled Pork Pittman, but they also had one that loved uh, you know, barbecue and some scattered ass and, and, and Bobby Petrino. Petrino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta have some kind of vice down there. <laughs> uh rest in peace though. Did you guys see uh PETA coming for uh Uga? The uh the yeah, what was their complaint? He he's alive. He's you yeah. put a jersey yeah, on him. He's treated like he's fucking royalty, man. Yeah. He's got the best life ever for a dog. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Biting Peter's, fucking Auburn players. Peter, yeah. look, the dumbest fucking organization ever. Oh, dude, I watched that Champions documentary, which is about Michael Vick's. Uh, it's the first time in American history that they uh, they didn't euthanize all the all the pit all the pit bulls from that ring. 
Mm. Right now, here's one of the worst things about fucking PETA. They don't take pit bulls. So they discriminate. They're like, Oh, we love every animal. Oh, and in case you're a fucking, unless you're a pit bull, <laughs> fuck you, PETA. We didn't know yeah. we were going to be going in on PETA today. Yeah, well, I, I'll start it. <laughs> fuck you, PETA. Let's go. All right. Uh, unless, unless you start a football team, you start a university. <laughs> I'm on board. All right. I'm back on board. All right. The PETA peacocks. Let's go. Um, all right. Next up, next up on the list. I'm very curious. Hold on. Is there any more big 10? Is there any more Big Ten from two years ago? No. Uh, so then we hop on over to uh, what is that? Uh, I'm trying to Conference get my USA. alphabet. Yeah, Conference USA. We do have no. Well, actually, it depends what Conference USA because they That's lose. True. Yeah. Um, no. So I guess I guess so. We so don't. traditional Conference USA from this year, I don't think there's any. Yeah, I don't think so either. So we hop on over to the MAC. No, no independence either. Unbelievable. Hop on over to the Mac. Is there a mm-hmm. Mac school in yes. this mix? Linquist. Yeah. Oh, Maurice Linquist. Now, this is one I was surprised. I'm starting to buy in a little bit. I'm starting to buy in a little bit. Once again, he arrived late because Lipo left late. So I almost want to throw year one off the board. Year two. Now they were inconsistent. They were hard for me to get a read on. But they had moments where I was like, hey, I think this guy knows what he's doing. What, what 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 do you make of him, Nick? Uh, yeah, better than expected. Also, like uh, Buffalo, I believe I think it was a bet I made that that I lost Buffalo on the under this year because they they did clear that bar, and I, you know week one against Maryland, I also bet Maryland to cover. I forget what the spread was. I think it was like twenty four or something. And Buffalo played them pretty close. And I was like, really? I I expected Maryland to blow the doors off Buffalo. And they had a nice little five game win streak mid season there. And I was like, damn, Buffalo has got a chance to win the Mac. Yeah. Now yeah. they went into a little bit of a tailspin after that lost three in a row before beating Akron in the, and um, even that the- Akron fumbled away yeah. that game, Ernest Biner style, but Hey, um, he made a bowl game. He won the bowl game beating Georgia Southern. So I think in year two, I think you have to say he is ahead of schedule and doing better than I thought. I agree. I agree. And I think Buffalo who the fuck? I know Danny White used to be their athletic director, but I feel like they keep a good football and basketball program. Even this year, the basketball program is not amazing, but they're good enough where they're still solid. Uh, they 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 do a good job. They do a good job. So uh, the state flagship program of the state of New York, you would think one of what the most populous states in America should be able to keep a decent. I want to see the city of Buffalo invest in their football program. That'd be if, awesome. Buffalo be, is football, right? Yeah, because like, that would like, be fantastic. Bulls Mafia. If Bills Mafia could be Bulls Mafia and oh, go all the way on. in with NIL, the sky is the fucking limit. Bulls Mafia would be amazing. Sky is the limit. All right. Remember when, like, before the the Bills had this resurgence here with Josh Allen, there was like rumors of them going to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Thank that. God that did. Yeah. Thank God. Play at the fucking Give sky Toronto dome or whatever the fuck. It's here's called, what right? I want. I'm gonna go on a, a, a two second tangent. Give me like four expansion you got the Argos. teams. You got the Argos, right? Bring up the Argos, right? Four expansion teams go to thirty-six, right? And then you have eighteen Talking teams. NFL, eighteen, yeah, <laughs> NFL, eighteen teams per conference. Go back to the three, three divisions: East, Central, and West. Nah, you don't need to look. <laughs> six they already teams per have, conference. They already have pro football. In, or six in teams per division. They already have pro football in Toronto. They don't need to do that. CFL, come on. But fucking older than the NFL. It it's is more, more history than the NFL. <laughs> All right. 
How many of our fans, what percentage of our fans have ever watched a CFL game start to finish? <laughs> I mean, me and Nick, I'm going to say 0.1. Okay. Okay. Bring that shit. Give me and, some. And they got rocket Ishmael, Doug Flutie, Joe Theismann and Ricky Williams in their history. Good luck. Good luck. Starting a how many could you name from the Texans over the past fucking 20 years? <laughs> Touche. If you've seen quarterback play in the NFL right now, I don't think anybody should want one expansion. <laughs> Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. Okay. Linguist, even though Linguist is doing a great job, he is not the best two year guy in the Mac. Hold on though. Oh, NIL NIL. You know, who's from Buffalo RV Weinstein. Hmm. Just say interesting little twist you threw I'm in. Just, think, uh, just saying. I, I know you're behind money. bars, but I don't know his brother. He's got the Weinstein brothers. I don't know if the brother got caught with some shit. Maybe pun you can do dude, another pun, saving private pun, Ryan. Pun intended. Right. I don't think you want to be in bed with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just you do saying, not. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe he cuts a check to the program uh, anonymously. You, <laughs> go fund me. Go fund me, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, took a turn here. Look, this is the college football experience. Well, there's another brother. They said produced by the Weinstein brothers. One of the brothers is not behind bars, as far as I know. The the clean, the clean brother. Yeah, there's like twins. Clean. That's He's what I'm the Arnold. He's from Buffalo too. Harvey I, I Weinstein's the Danny I would imagine DeVito. they weren't separated at birth. Has been soiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. He's from Buffalo. Let's go. There uh, it is. Let it ride. I'm gonna give Lindquist. Hey, look, the fact that they got. He got revenge on JMU's behalf against Georgia Southern in the bowl game. Former JMU, uh, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. I'm gonna give it a, a B plus. I think it's a B yeah. right now. I think right now it's a B. Yeah, let's go a B. Um, yeah, who's four this? and eight, seven and six, moving in the right direction. Who is this other Max Mac Mac coach you referring to here? What am I drawing a blank? Who's my team in the Mac? Oh, hi. oh, Tim Alban. Tim Alban's been crushing it. He went to the Mac Championship this year. Without his quarterback, who missed the last couple games, and I think they're going to be better this coming year. And I'm still waiting for the fans to send me a Frank Solich bobblehead, all right, <laughs> from their bobblehead night. Um, also, yeah. like you know, d- a difficult circumstances the first year with Solich retiring. What two weeks before, yeah, before the, the season, season started? Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, they went. He went three and nine the first season. Who would have thought he would turn that around? Go ten and four. You know, win the bowl game, beat Arizona, uh, dude. W- again, without Rourke, who missed the last couple games of the season. So yeah, I was about to say, out. how much of the season did Rourke actually miss? No, I, I mean they probably would have won the MAC championship if they had him. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, how about that though? How about he was part of the coaching tree at Nebraska with Lance Leipold, all under Frank Solich, Nebraska. Sure, Matt rules the answer, or is there Tim motherfucking Alvin? I'm serious. <laughs> How old is though. he? How and, old and is so, he? to answer your question, Patty C, he missed the last two games of the regular season. He's 57. And uh, sorry, no, he missed the last game of the regular season. He was hurt against Ball State and then missed the championship game, missed the bowl game. So, yeah, he was there for the majority of it, but. I think they they had a, a much better chance. They only oh. lost to, to Toledo seventeen to seven in the MAC championship. Yeah, they would have won. Their, uh, that was back. a big drop off. That was Rourke's a big a drop off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's done a great job. You know, especially like you guys said, considering the circumstances, no one expected him to, you know, have them remain competitive. No, I would say the the year one you got to throw out there because it was like a week before the season. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're the new head coach. 
What was their record in year one? Three and nine. Not Three and good. nine. Yeah. Turning around, and last year they were what? Ten and four. Ten and four. Okay, I think you uh, accept that. As and a remember, fan. he was the head coach of Northwestern Oklahoma State in the late nineties. He went thirteen and zero. In his so when he took over Northwestern Oklahoma State five and five year one then seven and three and then thirteen and zero and they won the NAIA national championship. I mean, if you give Lingus to B, I think you have to give him a B plus. I agree. I agree. When you consider that their two losses were road games or two of their big losses, road games at Penn State and at Iowa State, what what more do you expect? You know, in Mac play, he was uh, one loss, and that being an overtime loss on the road to Kent State. And then the 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 MAC championship without their starting quarterback, gotta like Tim Alvin. That's Alban. true. That's true. It's also, it's the same team that the year before in his first year lost to Duquesne. It's true. It's true. They almost lost to Fordham this year too. The Fordham was fire though. Uh, <laughs> folks, folks, uh, look before we get to the next one, I want to tell you that the college football experience brought to you by WinBet. Yes. Uh, WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply.